0: This is Jesse, GM of the Dragon Fisters Actual Play Podcast, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop.
1: Hey everybody, this is John. And hey, this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop, creating legends one die at a time. All right. Welcome, everybody. We're uh, getting ready to play our fifth session of A Rogue Trader. It's straggling behind a couple of our other games a little bit due to scheduling, but we're uh, we're having a lot of fun. And, you know, we, we've got Neil doing so many different things that, you know, I think we we'll probably let it slide. Just this time. Just this time. So I guess maybe before we do the recap, we should talk about Birds Coffee since we have Neil with us here today. I had a, a cup of the uh, super special secret Legends Brew today when I came home because I got up an hour early because oh. no reason. I just hit the wrong button on my uh, on my alarm clock. So I was feeling a little tired when I got home, you know, and then we have a game tonight. So I uh, went to the Birds of a Feather Coffee to give me that little pep in my step. That way we can play the play the night away. So
2: um, yeah, that's right. I did a super. We, we have private label. It's going to be Legends of Tabletop blend, proprietary. to Legends of Tabletop, only found on their site. Did a special blend. it, it is a, a gorgeous, super smooth, medium roast. So nothing. It's not going to blow you away. The night owl, little richer, little darker. John is still a fan. Still but fair. uh the the Legends is uh damn it's a good it's a good brew. A little sweet on the on the uh, it, it's gonna be a nice round, earthy I'd call it like a coffee drinker's coffee where you're just like I just want something that tastes like a good coffee. I don't want to talk about Starbucks, that shit's burnt. Don't buy that. It's terrible. It's it's over roasted, it's gross. This shit is fucking primo. And it's a, it's a blend of a very amazing Guatemalan coffee at the moment and a super nice Rwandan. So hint, hint, that's the super secret for podcast listeners. You know what the blend is because I'm going to tell you that on the website or on the patch. But look secret, for that. Special secret. Look for that soon, listeners. Also buy the other coffee because why not? They're great.
1: Or you could just buy Legends Coffee. I mean, you know, it's, it's cool. <laughs> it doesn't matter either
2: way, money comes to me.
1: <laughs> All right. I, and you can use that cool, awesome code, Legends10, at Birds of a Feather Coffee, and uh, you'll get 10% off your order over there because Neil is awesome, and uh, he's you, offering man, that, that to you. It's a
2: good deal, and I'm telling you, it, it's, it's live forever. Live forever, guys. Forever. forever. Never pay full price for my coffee. Use Legends 10. Give John a shout-out for once in a while for crying out loud. Crying
0: out Ever.
1: That's it. We love it. I don't use it because I feel like I'm stealing. I pay full price. He kind of
2: is stealing then. He's stealing. Don't tell, tell <laughs> him not to do it. I said he really tell not to do it.
1: But you guys can steal because you guys don't know Neil. So use the code Legends 10. Steal from Neil. Get awesome That's coffee. Right.
2: Steal for Neil, hashtag steal for from, steal from Neil. Uh, John, add that into the YouTube video right here. <laughs> editing. Put up hashtag steal for Neil like John Oliver does. Let's get this going. Uh, steal from Neil, not for Neil. Please don't steal. From me. <laughs> steal from me.
0: I did this for you, Neil.
2: <laughs> steal for Neil. Don't do that. Do not tell anyone that. I stole this because Neil told me to. I did not, I do not condone stealing.
0: Hashtag steal leader. for Neil.
2: Only
1: metaphorically steal yeah. from Neil. Like don't beat up Neil and take all the stuff. Like that That's would right. not be cool.
0: No. Please don't do Whatever that. Whatever you do, don't hurt his dogs.
2: Don't hurt my dogs because <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna go badly. So don't I, I you know better. I'm not so drunk tonight that I'm gonna go on a rant on that because <laughs> I'll get into trouble and John I have, have to edit it all. <laughs> not yet. Wait till midnight. Um Anyway, yeah, use that code, guys. I totally am cool with it. It's fucking great coffee. And I'll tell you what, usually when you're ordering that stuff online, I've probably roasted it, like, the day before I sent it to you. So you can just imagine me, the guy who's running all these entertaining games for you for free, out there roasting some beans for you for at a discounted price. Discounted. Just try it. I'm serious. Don't buy shitty coffee, guys. I don't even drink coffee. Just don't do it. I go to so many places now, and it just makes me sad. Because bad coffee is really bad once you had good coffee. And anyone you buy from me is good. It depends on your palate. I'm just saying. Try the Legends. If you like Dunkin' Donuts, imagine if Dunkin' Donuts made you pop a semi. I was trying to go with the <laughs> least <laughs> expensive thing I could think of, guys. I was, re- I was really close to something even more. Like, imagine if Dunkin' Donuts was like actually good and not really watery. Like and even more flavorful, delicious. That's kind of where you're going for. Medium, middle of the road, but packs so much flavor, your taste buds will thank you later. Mm-hmm. Let's get into this game.
1: Let's stop <laughs> pimping my shit, John. All Let's right. All right. Let's get into this. All right, so last session, uh, Venari attempted in vain to negotiate with the rogue trader formerly known as Harstack. Uh, It didn't go very well, uh, and and the guys got beat up pretty bad. The crew of the Heretics Bane was was a little hurt and a little down after that fight. Uh, Jarnan had his guts literally towed back in by Kane and then seared clothes with this flamer. It was very 40k, which was was really nice touch. Nice touch. Uh, They did find the artifact in the ready room. Uh, Venari was... uh, Entranced, ensorcelled, if you will, by the artifact, uh, but ultimately gave it over to Jarnen, uh, and we locked it down on the bridge. When we got back to the Heretics' Bane, we studied it, or I we, but I already didn't do shit. He drank a little bit and and probably stewed over the fact that he couldn't get his hands back on the artifact. But the, the tech priests and the in the missionaries, they looked it all over. Uh, they locked it down for warp travel and uh, made our way back over to Footfall, where. Uh, we found out that Othio's in a, a pretty pretty bad spot, and um, uh, what the hell's the other rogue trader's name? Uh, Zarkov was becoming quite impatient, looking for any leads whatsoever to try to find where that artifact could be, because he wants his money, and you know, rogue trader, you get it. Uh, so we left off there with a, a little bit of indecision on the captain's part to uh, determine where we want to take this artifact to. So we'll we'll pick it up there. I'm gonna kick it over to Neil and uh, let's see what happens.
2: I'm gonna kick it right back. This is like in like in high school, you know, middle school, where you're like check the ball to someone and they check it right back. <laughs> <laughs> the guys are at football, at least in system. Um, I don't. You didn't dock yet, right? We did not not dock. Nothing happens here. I haven't docked yet. You have the artifact. You know some about its origin and potential power, ish. Um, It's definitely an interesting artifact. You guys have found something quite unique. Um, And at this point, you've made at least contacts with multiple groups who are interested. So obviously Zarkov, very interested, uh, rival rogue trader. Who knows? Maybe you want to just cut him a straight deal. Who knows? Maybe you want to give him to Ophiel and let him give you his cat. You know, maybe you'll get a little less cash, but maybe save, save him for a, you know, later favors. But then you also have the straight up Imperium itself. The, uh, Adeptus Mechanicus, the Ecclesiarchy, they are both interested. They each, again, have their own, let's just say, perks of being friendly. Uh, so you're totally wide open at this point. Um, you certainly have enough uh, supplies, clearly, and and such to just warp back uh, to Port Wonder if you want. Uh, to go directly back to the Imperium, more than capable uh, versus, you know, going to footfall. So, really, it is up to the crew and the captain how you want to handle this, uh, how much information you want to give to whom, and uh, whether you're going to trade this away or somehow try to exploit it for your own gains. That would probably require, certainly possible, but that's going to require. Significantly additional contacts than what you currently have to get more information about it would require some serious occult xenos knowledge that may or may not be you know readily readily accessible. You'd have to do some 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 sleuthing to find those contacts.
1: All right. Well, let me ask you this: Uh, Othio Othio gave us the uh, the coordinates to potentially find the planet, which we did. So do we know that he have people that, that knew that? Was it, was it his own like personal information that he knew it because somebody told it? Like, how did that information come about? And do we know that information?
2: I know he gave us the coordinates. You didn't ask him how he had the coordinates. You, uh, you don't know. Um, it's entirely. So as a, uh, Kind of black market dealer, fence of less than legal goods. I mean, not just drug. You get the sense it's not just drugs. Um, it's kind of more of a, you know, like the curios, kind of like occult kind of stuff. Also, um, he seemed to be at least. I mean, to have what he had, even in the shit docks, but having like a secured kind of location. You know He's probably doing pretty well, um, and, he, and dealing directly with Zarkov is, is probably a good indication of his sway, so it's possible he has contacts that found it. Maybe he had heard rumors from other folks who had run onto something. Maybe he was working directly with Harstack um, himself when looking for Maybe he was talking with him and saying, I could broker a deal. You don't know. For sure, there's definitely, it definitely isn't impossible that he would know where to find such a thing, or it's also possible that something like what happened with you happened, where, where do I go if I want to fucking find out where some crazy weird artifact is or went to, go to this guy. So maybe Harstad did the same thing, or was like, hey, I'm going to get this artifact, or I found this artifact even like, hey, who can I unload this? Two for the most money mm-hmm. seems like othio would be the guy at least in in footfall that would be able to potentially hook up between you know a, a black market fence on a rogue trader held you know station isn't a bad contact has so you're not entirely sure how he knew that.
1: Okay. So, I, you know, I think as, as you know, the crew's kind of like, you know, stood down, you know, we're kind of in, in orbit. We're, you know, sort of doing all the things. T- we talked to um, ah, Jesus. It wasn't it wasn't uh Klaxon. Who, who the fuck was the name of the contact over there? God damn it.
2: We're looking for Oris.
1: But, oh, Oris. Yeah, yeah. So so we talked to Oris. So, um I'll, I'll pull Kane like off to the side and i, and I look you know, we t- we talked about this before. That that fucker Carnot stand. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, we we we're not going to give this to him. That guy was a fucking peckerhead. Um. So I I think our best our best plan is to go with the mechanicus. But look, I want to run this past you first. Oh. Oth is in a bad spot. Um. You know, I, I'm thinking. You know, that my people will be in the best spot to potentially take over if something were to happen to him, which looks at this point like it may. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe we should help to facilitate that. I wanted, I wanted to get your, your feelings.
0: What you mean, like uh, take him out earlier?
1: That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, he's in possession of some information, uh, notably the coordinates or, you know, at least the last known trajectory of of Harstack and where he went which is how we found it. Uh you know we've got the nice little honey pot out there and I really don't want anybody else to find it. Uh so I'm I'm thinking if we can get Oros to uh you know to get in there and make an overture you know maybe he can kind of let them know that we're close to to putting something together, kind of gain his trust and take him out.
0: Or we just uh go back tell him that we have the Item, and uh when he shows himself, I shoot him in the fucking head.
1: I really don't want to be that involved. I mean, at this point, we're gonna fuck Zarkov over, which I'm okay with that. He's an old man; He's, seems to be happy enough to to hang out here at, uh, yeah, at football. about him, but
0: um, yeah, gets but... Off, you can always take him out later.
1: Yeah, but I don't want to have the ship docked, and you know, he he finds out what's going on while we're still hanging around that that would uh mm. not really turn out too well for us, but we can claim that you know we don't know we have no knowledge of what's going on, and you know those agents were working you know rogue as it were
0: yeah i mean if uh if you want to stay a little bit hands off on this, it's not really my forte, but that's uh I'm all for cutting out the middleman and getting a direct line to all the information that gets us more money.
1: Yeah, I mean if they could uh if they could coax him uh to reveal what his sources were, uh that could save us a little bit of trouble, you know, down the road. That's all I'm thinking.
0: Well, you know me, I'm not much for the co- coaxing type, but yeah, if uh if you think that Oro is uh is up for it, I right, give him a little pat on the back, see what he can do.
1: All right, good, good. So he just kind of pats him on the back, and you know, gets back to the to the crew, and you know, says, "All right, um, so at this point, uh, you know, Jarnen, you you seem to be on board. Uh, I, I believe our best bet is to uh, to return this item to the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus. Uh, I think they." Uh, will be able to, to help us in the long run. Um, I think that, uh, you know, they'll be able to perhaps maybe not use the artifact, but maybe they can glean some other information that will uh, be able to help the Imperium. And, of course, we're all, you know, uh, want what's best for the Imperium and, and for the Emperor and his holy light. So uh, I, I think that, uh, I think that's going to be the way to go.
3: I think that would be a wise choice, especially for you as a rogue trader and this crew, uh, and most importantly for the God Emperor and the entire Empire. It'll help defend them.
1: He he, kind of like he, you know, thumb to his to his forehead, and kind of like when he says Emperor, he kind of like you know bows his head a little bit, you know, um, not not in real you know, reverence, but, you know, just kind of get under Jarn and skin a little bit. Yeah, Jarn just kind of like cocks an eyebrow at you and keeps talking. <laughs> um do you have uh, any concerns? Uh, are you uh, on board with the plane?
3: I think my only concern is if we're going to keep the planet that we just came from in our back pocket, do we need other than closing the loop on information so it doesn't get its location, doesn't get out, do we need someone to keep an eye on it or manage it for us? Or are we happy that if we keep its location secret that no one else will jump in while we're not looking at it? And I think that's the biggest thing because I think we decided that, you know, that's something that we can um, exploit later down the line. We just don't want anyone taken out from underneath us while we're busy with other things.
1: Indeed. Uh there are some uh plans afoot to try to secure that location as best as possible. Uh we can't split our forces. I mean we have only the one ship and uh you know we don't want to leave anyone there to uh fend off a, a light cruiser full of, you know, potentially even warp touched crew members. So uh <laughs> you know, if if someone does indeed happen to find it, they could um be a blessing in disguise as it uh maybe soften up some of the resistance and uh makes the job easier for us
3: yeah i think once we take care of the the biggest task in front of us then we can always go back i was just i guess i was seeing all of the all the credits flashing through my mind of what we could go back and make sure we don't lose it so
1: oh there'll be thrones aplenty i'm sure we we may be even able to co-op that world maybe we could uh maybe we can uh start a base there as well some some out of the way location where we can um squirrel away some resources exactly
0: fucking road traders always thinking beyond
1: (laughs) always got to stay one step ahead kane (laughs) and and of course it'll it'll give you know jarnan and his acolytes uh you know uh, something to do as we uh, populate, potentially populate that planet to uh, make sure that everyone is, uh, you know, in the loving light of the Emperor.
3: Well, I'm sure there's some people I can make an example of. Don't you worry about it. I'll be busy.
1: Well, I'm I'm sure that you will. All Most right. Of well,
2: ours are just going to be mostly serving the Empire as ash. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs> food at this point. <laughs> Ain't much gonna save those fuckers. <laughs> not from the Lord Emperor's. We to heat our food somehow. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you could recycle them. I don't know. I actually don't know. Can you make corpse rations out of warp tainted people? Who knows? Just mm, be spicier. I-, I would say a delicacy not. somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I would say they'd frown upon it, but mm, you never know. Cannibal Hitlers. Newest is cannibal true. Hitler too. In space. I'd echo to that in post.
1: <laughs> post. Right. So uh I'll jump on the hailer. And um, you know, all all hands prepare to make a jump to warp. Uh, we'll be leaving here shortly. Uh, our destination is Port Wanderer, right? That we're going back to Port Wanderer. Yep.
2: Uh, assuming you want to go back to Imperial
0: space, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, we'll be heading back to uh, Imperial space. Uh, let me know when everything is made ready, and uh, we will be underway. King you
0: shudder when you say Port Wonder too.
1: <laughs> it's not great for me either. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he will—he'll uh, leave the bridge. Uh go down to you know, either the ready room, something that's close, but out of earshot, and uh he will hail um or uh it's not Horus. Who the fuck's the guy's name?
0: Uh Talon something.
1: No no no. Uh, think the oh, Orso. Yeah, the Seneschal. Uh
2: oh. that would be yeah, that's Horos Blackson. song. You are in football, right?
1: Yes, we're still in football before before we make the jump.
2: Okay. Uh all right, you you hail him on a secure
1: channel. Uh,
2: yes, Lord Captain.
1: So uh, we know that that Othiel is in a is in a bad way. I think what I'm going to need for you to do is take a few guys, guys that you trust, guys that I trust, because I trust you, and course, I want you to
2: only the best for any mission. Involving, anything involving Othiel will require a significant amount of tact to handle appropriately.
1: The lightest touch. Uh, But I need you to expedite the process. Um, He has information that could be damaging overall to the thrones that fill my coffers. So I will need you to extract the information And remove the problem. And I assume that you'll set yourself up in a position to take advantage of his absence.
2: Ah, very astute. A very interesting power play, Lord Captain. Uh, I will do everything in my power... I will not fail you. I have been your trusted agent for as long as... I can remember, so I will, I will make sure it is done, I will obtain the information, and as quickly as possible uh, rally the necessary resources uh, in order to fill any vacuums created uh, in, in the market, as it may be, as supplies are either destroyed or confiscated, obviously. Um, however, I may suggest it may be of it may be easier in the process potentially. Uh, let me propose something for you. We could extract the information directly, of course, and set up agents in order to absorb the contacts that Othio has. However, it could be possible to pressure him if we leak some information and make it seem as if he's going to leave Footfall very quickly. Sarkov would not be happy, and he would have to move on him. Unfortunately, that may not, of course, give him much time to escape, but if we offered him perhaps a way out of the station back to Imperial space out of Zarkov's reach. He may be amenable to, per, to, to uh, divulge as much information as potentially we would need and maybe be more amenable to us absorbing his business interests.
1: Interesting uh you're more intimately involved with the goings on at uh, at footfall so uh i will leave it in your capable hands however you see fit to proceed i i trust your judgment
2: okay so out of out of character i will say you do have the option I'll, i'm going to give you the option but he can do everything obviously as a trained agent or he can suggest You guys be involved. I just want to throw it out there that you do have the options. So, don't it? Doesn't have to be him per se directly doing everything, but so that I just want to throw it out there as an out of game kind of mechanics type thing. If any roles would be just him otherwise,
1: well, Um, you see, that was that was kind of like the thing in the back of my head. It's like, you know, if he's rolling it, you know. 35% 35% or something that things are not well, going to go very well, but roll
2: at 40. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, but I,
1: but I, but I, but I think perfect. Right. So, yeah, well, but I, but I, I feel like that would be his thing It'd be like, you're my guy. You fucking take care of it. You know what I need go and do it. Sure. I don't want to be in the system. If they facilitate that process, uh, Zarkov makes the move, and they're taking a fucking shuttle to the ship. You know, now they know for sure. I assume he's gonna find out, but by the time he finds out, we're not gonna be there. And then if he wants to do something, he's gonna have to get up his fat ass and go do something. Yeah, you know. And then if my guys are in place while he's gone, I feel like it's not gonna go really well for him when he comes back. <laughs> you know? really it's not gonna be easy for him anyway.
2: Oh, for who? For uh, Othiel? For Zarkov.
1: No, for Zarkov. Oh, for Zarkov.
2: Yeah, well... I mean, either,
1: either we absorb Othiel or they kill him. Either or, I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah. But you can try if, to absorb if they kill him, too, so that's fine.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm assuming that that um, Oros would, would, you know, at least in an ancillary way, at least be aware of what Othio was doing. If if yep. not, have like a hand in it, or like know who to pressure, and you know yeah. all that kind of stuff. I mean, that's what we have a network of of yeah. people for. Okay. So I know I realize that may go really bad, but
2: <laughs> sure. Let me just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set out a series of roles if you're leaving it up to him. And then you you let me know. So are you? Is the plan to have him start doing this while you then leave for Port Wonder? Is that the current plan?
1: Yeah. So I was going to hail him while they were making the ship ready. I don't assume that maybe takes like an hour to lock everything down and you know whatever. So I'll I'll talk to him, have him and his agents start to plant those seeds of like, hey, this guy's trying to get out of here, blah blah, whatever. And however long those things take. To, you know, come to fruition. If it's a couple of days, a week, you know, we'll be gone and have gotten rid of the artifact, presumably by then. Sure. And then, you know, let the chips fall where they may.
2: Okay. Um, it's probably going to take a couple rolls, because there are a couple key things there that... Uh, ooh, how do I want to handle this?
1: Yeah, that, that was kind of the thing when I was thinking about it today. Uh, I mean, are I'm you guys okay to- with this? More...
2: Okay. Yeah, you, you might want to talk to the. You can talk to the command crew. In the meantime, I you should know I'm also debating as captain and rogue trader. You do have that 10 percent bonus.
1: What could so, I give um, it to him? I didn't know.
2: But it's only going to be on one of the checks. So the question, like, I'm debating whether I sh- want to tell you the three, like, the the components <laughs> of the checks, or if you want to tell me what is the most critical part of the plan to you, right? So for instance, like, is the most important thing uh, you know, pressuring, like leaking info to make it seem like Othea's leaving, or is the most important thing taking over his business if he does leave, or, you know, so there's a couple different angles there that you might think are the, like,
1: sure. Not, ones the first. Was that- not the first one. That would be, I think, the least critical to the whole process, right? So, like, you get it out there. Some people are going to believe it. Some people won't, whatever. But the fact that it's out there, you know, may or may not cause something. Um, taking over the business would be, oh, I, I kind of want to say it would be first, but I think the the important thing would be to eliminate the information of that planet getting out there. All right. So, so we'll go number one, taking over the business. Number two, uh, making sure that someone else doesn't find the planet. Although if they do, hmm, you know, it could be better because they don't know what they're going to find when they get there. So that'd go really bad for most people. Uh, and then three would be, uh, Spreading the rumor. Because if the rumor doesn't work, they could still just try to, you know, kill him. You know, they go down and be like, hey, we heard you were going to leave. You know, that might not be the best thing, blah, blah, blah. You know, maybe you can, you know, you can hide with us. You know, whatever, like schmooze them to, you know, try to worm their way in and then just fucking kill him.
2: Sure. Okay. Uh, got it but
1: um, I, if I could give them the 10%, I would do it. I, I didn't mechanically know that that would,
2: uh, you're able to give them 10% on what you think is the most important thing.
1: All right. So, so taking over the business then. So, okay.
2: Um, I'm going to give it to you. So some of these are going to require multiple checks for one. Yeah. Like some of them are easier obviously than others to do. Um, right. and then, so what I'm going to do is do some roles here. Um, you guys want to chat about some stuff, it's not going to take too long to roll these, but I just want to double check. Okay. Well, what so works and what doesn't
1: out of character. Cause I didn't, uh, you know, go for any input as a rogue trader I, out of character. Do you guys care one way or the other?
0: I'm going to go with everybody agrees with me with
1: no, not really. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause it, because it's, you know, it's weird, you know, having someone who's the leader, like doing all the things, so sometimes it gets weird when we're playing because you guys are just kind of like fucking sitting there, and it's like, all right, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. That just puts me in a weird spot. I
3: think it's I think it's good because if you go it from a gameplay standpoint, we have a more important thing we want to get resolved, which was yeah. the artifact. So I think, I think, in reality, we would say yes, we want something taken care of. You're the rogue trader. We have you have all these people working for you. Let them handle it, and however it comes out you know, we'll deal with it. And I think from a gameplay standpoint, if we leave it to fade a little bit, then, you know, then we can work off of that. So I think, yeah, I agree with you. It's, yeah, we have these ideas. Let's let your agents take care of them and we'll focus on the main task that we have. So, yeah, I think, I think that's a good way to do it. And the order, the, you know, the, pri- the priority of the things you said, I think, is our, are what we would, we would focus on this one, two, three. So yeah, I'm happy with that.
1: Okay, and, and you know, in a meta sense, you know, it gives Neil a lot more things to play exactly. with. So if everything yeah. goes horribly wrong, then the yeah, next exactly. time we go back to football, it's a it's a clusterfuck. And then that well, that was part, the part of the thing
3: I was thinking too is if we leave it up to Neil, then he can spin that
2: off some way.
3: That yeah, you yeah. know, it's it's a wild card, so
2: Okay, rolls rolls are made. Dunk dunk dunk. <laughs> <laughs> cliffhanger. We know wouldn't know, answer. right? So okay. I mean, do you even want well, to tell? Tass- I know, but cliffhanger a oh, meta cliffhanger no done, not till we done.
0: get back to football.
2: now we dock no yes.
3: <laughs> right, so which, which thunder, that's my which guess. roller are you using though that's the question
1: oh
0: fuck are you using a roller <laughs> if you're using tondies then we're fucked
2: <laughs> that's the question do you want to know what roller i'm using <laughs> no I'm using i don't
0: want to know okay. <laughs> well,
2: let's keep it blinded so now literally every member of the audience is like <laughs> They're literally like, oh, no, did he use <laughs> A different one. If he used Tondis, they're so fucked next time. <laughs> they would literally all shot in the face immediately. When they die. <laughs> or no, actually, with Tonies, it would be like, they all are seen as gods, and everyone on in the universe listens to them for all eternity because Tondies Roller hates me, and it would always roll
0: against me. <laughs>
1: Hey, Victor's Victor's planted a bomb in some dude with an O one one out of like a 15% chance.
2: (laughs) Tandy! I'm sorry, I missed your anniversary thing, but my phone was fucking crapping out, so I was gonna fuck with him so hard.
1: (laughs) Oh, well. I think he was on vacation
3: at the time, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was on holiday. So I
3: think
2: he was chilled out, Neil, so I don't think it would have mattered. I
3: think he was just
2: relaxed. Australia, I'm gonna fucking show up in your doorstep and sit, I'm going to ring that doorbell when you show up. Bag tag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that and then fucking Condi's going to come to some event. We're going to be <laughs> the con or something. I'm not, since I've never met him, he's going to walk out and just be like, oh, oh, hey, do you do that uh, Legends uh, podcast? Bag tag! And I'll be like, damn you, Condi." going to happen. Now I just started backpack. <laughs> Anywho, uh, Port Wonder. You make it there. In this case, Port Wonder is extremely well-tread territory, um, and for some reason, yeah, there. it, it seems as if there's an unnatural uh, like, there, there's very few warp Anomaly is between the two, so um, it's just an interesting kind of phenomenon as the warp storm that that closed the Cronus Expanse from warp travel for so long cleared. It's kind of just interesting that like you see fewer warp anomalies than usual traveling between. Um, so yeah, so no warp check. Correct. Um, so you make your way uh, to Port Wonder System. Again, very well for an Imperial outpost. It's not like an outpost outpost. The Imperium knows very well. This is a completely uh, unexplored territory beyond into the Expanse. So it's very well secured and well traveled. Um, It's not like there's like a Crusader fleet or anything but just for like yeah as far as kind of establishment i would consider it a at least moderate to well kind of developed imperial station so port wonder is is well developed they they know it's important and they know there's so much wealth and progress to be gained in the expanse that that you don't have to worry about pirates or anything or anything crazy so if you want to dock, I mean, it's essentially just asking for docking privileges, and, and they will dock you as you request.
1: Okay. We we would do that. I would, uh, you know, hit the comm, you know, call them, uh, try to get a berth that's close to where the Mechanicus are located, because we don't want to be cruising all over Port Wanderer with this, you know, sure. demonic warp artifact in our possession. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, they. I mean, as a rogue
2: trader, you do have some privileges. Um, you request a berth there, uh, or closer. You request a berth in a section of the station. That section happens to be the one that houses the uh, current adeptus mechanicus administration. So they they agree to that. Uh, you don't. There there are adeptus mechanicus berths that are specific to them that directly link um there are normal just commercial docks in that section so you don't get a a mechanicus berth, of course but yeah yeah but you're there
1: okay uh do any of my agents like immediately come to the ship after shit's locked down and you know things are squared you know lines are tied off as it were
2: uh no one directly contacts you no unless you reach out yeah
1: Okay. Um, all right. So uh, you know, just have the you know the command crew together and be like, all right. Um, so do we want to just reach out to the mechanicus? I mean, we want to try to steer clear of of prying eyes. Um, they all know why we left, so it won't take long for them to realize that we're back. So we want to handle this as quickly as possible.
0: Yeah, they can in and out's the best bet. Most likely the ecclesiarchy already knows that we're in system and uh, they're going to probably have a countdown timer. And if we don't show up to them first, then uh, I have, I have a feeling they're going to start throwing their feelers out. So we might want to get into the mechanicus as fast as possible.
1: All right. Well, I'll uh, assemble your crew. Uh, they're going to be accompanying us on our little, Jaunt across Port Wanderer, and uh, we'll have the uh, the ship on low alert. I, I don't expect that maybe we try anything stupid here at Port Wanderer, but uh, you know, better safe than sorry.
3: Do we want to keep yeah. it idling just in case we? Uh, <laughs> 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 we make a quick getaway? Do we want to keep a, a, the crew? You know, if we do have to make a, a quick turnaround.
1: How long does it take to get the ship ready?
2: Uh, I mean, what do you mean by red? I mean you can undock and go?
0: I mean, at this point Yeah, man, yeah, I don't I don't get the sense that we like turn the engine off and
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean in a hurry, yeah, it's not gonna take it's not like it takes a day. You would undock unless there was unless you were out for like God knows how long, right? Let's say you're like that, you're like We've been literally fucking out in no man's land for six months. Maybe then it's like we got to get so many supplies. But at this point, you're really not burning much. You could, pr- you, I mean, at any point you can leave. If you seal off outside of fucking literally like broadsiding you in dock, which there's a lot of shit you could do, right? Like you would be, they would be very hesitant. <laughs> Even for your ship, it may not be a cruiser or anything, but if you fucking just decided to wrench free, fucking and just fucking shred broadsides, it's still gonna do a fuck ton of damage. It might not destroy the station, but it's gonna fuck. probably not just gonna be like, Where "Are you? In dock?" If they okay. wouldn't have to. And
1: uh-huh. it wouldn't
2: take more than minutes, not hours. If you literally just said, fuck it, cut loose and go, it wouldn't be like hours long procedure now. Okay. All
1: right. So, so I said, MSI, you know, I, I, I believe just you know, having the crew at the ready will be fine. Uh, we won't issue any, uh, any passes as of yet. Uh, we'll keep everybody on the ship. Um, we haven't burned through so many supplies that uh, we'll need to spend any length of time here resupplying. Um, I believe we'll just have Jarnan, you will look at Jarnan, grab the artifact. Uh, he seems un, unaffected by its its presence, and uh, make our way uh, right over to the uh, over to the Mechanicus. All right, sounds.
3: I'll, I'll pick it up then.
1: Alright. So are we going leave, leave like, sort of out of the cargo bay area, or do we need to like get it and bring it up to some other you know...
2: Uh, you could thing? get out from the car, cargo area. It's going to connect with docking ports. So, I mean, that's a common way of moving stuff in. You could definitely get out from there. Okay. Um, I was going to ask something. Uh, oh, do you guys... Uh, does your ship have a prowl weapon? Um. it all broadside slash uh, dorsal ventral? I didn't I remember if you had a prowl lance or anything.
0: So don't so. I don't
2: think so. It like
1: an odd question to be asking, Neil. Almost <laughs> <laughs>
2: positive we didn't have a lance. I was just asking because I wanted to reinforce if your ship had a prowl lance and you're literally docked to a station there would be a no-hit. You wouldn't have to roll. Your prowl lance would literally just fire and cut through the <laughs> station as far as a prowl lance would. So it's kind of like, would they bombard you or just like let you undock and then fuck you over with a like sneak attack? Because like if you're docked, it's literally shooting like a fucking welding cutter straight through the station, it's probably not going to be their best interest to just, but I didn't know if you had a prowl lance or not.
1: Well, we've got the Pyros melt cannons as a battery, the Sunhammer lance. Yeah, right? that's going to be prowl, or... Yeah.
2: Yeah, so let's just say, with that particular weapon docked to a station... You would fuck shit up a lot. Like, just imagine, like, literally having, like, a super powerful laser and you're just, like, locked onto a building. It's like, yeah, that's just going to cut. I mean, that's literally like a welding lance just cutting through, just, like, fucking straight through the station. They're probably not going to just fuck with you immediately while docked. So that's probably not a problem. I was just curious because I'm like, I've never thought about it. But yeah, if you have a lance on your prowl and you are you just decided to unleash it while docked, it ignores armor. It just cuts, and there's no, you can't miss. It would just cut through straight damage all the way through the hall of the station. Probably, yeah, I, think not we, I think we'd end up being a lot more rogue in the rogue trader if we did that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying if they attacked you, like... You could get it you would probably evasive maneuver versus or you could just be like you know what we're all gonna die anyway I <laughs> kill as many people as I can <laughs> cut straight through the station <laughs> also an option um, so no yeah the cargo hold you can definitely go out um, do you I I don't think it was um, are you Doing any resupply?
1: I don't know that we have to, and I kind of want to see how you this like,
2: Right, go. Like, uh, just for the sake of story, are you opening the cargo bays, and it's like you guys walking out with this box? Or is there like crates of shit going out, and you guys walk out of the box?
3: Did we get anything when we did... I can't remember if we bought anything last time when we were on footfall.
1: I,
0: um, I
3: don't, don't think so. Think so. Yeah. We do have so they, crates
1: of drugs, apparently. We do. Because that was a thing. <laughs> yeah,
3: But I think we. I think if, if we're going in the mindset of we just want to be careful in case something goes a bit wrong, so maybe cancel shortly for the moment. So I wouldn't think we would be restocking. We would wait to see how maybe the first meeting goes before every keep all the hands on so it would just be the four of us or if our agent you know whatever agents we have so limit and keep everybody on board just in case.
1: Yeah definitely no no shore passes for right now. We want I want to see how this all goes before we uh get comfy here at Port Wanderer. Um it would be the four of us, Kane's crew of four or five, I don't remember any guys he had the object again, I don't remember. It was sitting on a table, so like size of a vase, size of uh, bigger than a bread box. <laughs>
2: great, great question. What the fuck is a? Bre- I actually, my mom had a bread box. So I know how big a bread box is. Uh, yeah, like, like the size of a decent sized microwave. So, like, bigger okay, than a toaster so oven, just... but smaller than an oven,
0: right? Okay. So, so pretty um, decent size then.
2: Not was... small by any means. Yeah. not like. Not like a tiny box. Like if you imagine, yeah, the difference between like, you know, like the toaster or the microwaves that are mounted like above a stove or whatever, right. Between that and like a decent sized toaster oven. So bit like you can carry it like Jordan can carry it, but it's not like I, I have this in one hand. So the question is, I mean, yeah. clearly you can put it in any type of container you want. You certainly have containers that could hold it. The question is, yeah, is he carrying it? Is he uh, it could've be on like a little like cargo hauler, like, like a type thing, whatever you want. That's up that's up to you.
1: So they have like little repulsor lift, like the you know, it's we can just like hook it up to the thing like Star Wars style and like have somebody well, push it.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like there's like yeah, like a little like cargo cart thing right repulsor lift deal
1: okay I, I yeah i think we would just put it on that Yeah, you know, we've got our guys we're walking i would maybe do you think we want to grab i would ask jarnan um so b- before we before we take off should we also uh bring a representative of the uh, adeptus mechanicus from the crew to accompany us as a as a show of good faith
3: i would say it would be wise it'll show uh, solidarity between us and them.
1: Okay, that's that's fair. It that was my way of thinking. So he would uh, summon the the head tech priest on the on the ship. Then to to come down. Um, I'm sure he was the one who was coordinating the investigation before we jumped to uh, to footfall. So um, you know, explain the situation briefly, not giving all the details, but you know, have him. Yeah. Dave. Um, have him accompany us to the Mechanicus. Um, not that he's really expected to do anything, but you know, again, as a show of solidarity, you know, with Jarn and you know, that we come in and uh, you know, good faith.
2: Uh yeah, he agrees. He's he's honored for the opportunity to accompany uh the Lord Captain and the command staff uh to such an uh, prominent meeting uh, with the Adeptus Mechanicus.
3: Uh, Jarnan's going to turn to high-tech priest Chad. He looks like a Chad. And I'm going to hand the artifact to him. Be like, alright, well, it's such a
2: great honor. I feel that you should carry this. Okay. He takes it.
1: How augmented is he? Would it, Would he be okay just carrying it?
2: uh yeah his strength he could carry it for sure
1: he's like he, the third I, arm is just like fucking carrying it back here. i mean like
2: as the head of your yeah like as your head tech priest yeah he is certainly not weak um he's fairly augmented um so i he could certainly carry it on his own no problem whatsoever
1: we could push him if he's got the fucking Maglev shit. We, he could hold it and then do the Maglev and we'll just push him as we're walking.
2: <laughs> unfortunately, no. He does still have legs.
1: Oh. Does still have legs.
0: For now. Different. I Robot mean,
2: not leg. human legs. I mean, they're augmented as fuck, but they're legs. Yeah, he, he does not have uh repulsor lift uh, levitation capabilities, unfortunately.
1: All right, all right.
2: All right, so yeah. No, now, I, yeah, like Jarnan can hand it to him and it's like, like you know, like you're carrying something really heavy, and you give it to someone, they're just like, oh, okay, whatever. Like it's like carrying a fucking gallon of milk to him. He doesn't notice at all.
1: Okay, when when uh, when Jarnin hands it to him, he just kind of like gives him a sideways look, nods, grins, and uh, says, all right, know. If we're uh, if we're all ready to go, um, let's make tracks."
2: Uh, let me double check. Do you guys have... Give me an awareness check, everybody.
0: Oh, I have that.
1: I also Ooh. have that. Oh, fuck me. 99. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I got a... Uh, Kane got a 26 out of 35. Ooh. All right. Uh,
2: yeah. 36 out of 40.
3: Okay. Yeah, I missed. 46 out of, I guess it would be
2: half, so 18. Okay. Venari is too busy, like, but literally, like, tallying, like, oh my god. It's like in cartoons where he's like, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. It's just like dollar sign. He's just, like, tallying how much money he's going to make off this and, like, all the connections. Uh, Jarnan and Kane, though, are, are Jarnan handing it to the tech priest Clearly is like watching him, uh, as well as uh, Kane, who's who's kind of always got his head on a swivel, just uh, you know, kind of noticing that obviously the artifact had an effect on Venari. Uh, hands the artifact to the tech priest and almost kind of like waits a sec, like, ooh, what's going to happen? Literally, hand, it's as if. It hand
0: on Bolter. <laughs>
2: Yeah, like, he literally, like, no, almost as if he's unaffected entirely. Like, just not, at, like, it's like carrying, literally, like, he was carrying a fucking toaster. No indication of anything happened, so um, it could have been any number of reasons. But, yeah, like, it doesn't seem as if he has been corrupted or tainted in any way from the artifact.
0: Just in case. Just so you know.
1: Yeah, uh, Venari just, you know, like everybody's now hesitating and waiting. He's like, come on, let's, you know, we got business. Let's go.
2: Okay. So you guys head, uh, I'm guessing, to the closest, uh, to the Adaptus Mechanicus uh, headquarters, administrative offices.
1: Yeah, I mean, if we could go back to where Talent Track was the first time, I I don't know how close we are to that. If not, yeah, then I guess their closest hub and then they can, you know, they can call them in. Uh, Yeah, I guess
2: you, I mean, it's kind of the main kind of administration offices, like the higher ups are all in the same place. Um, So you would go there. I assume you request his presence. This is general here. We're here for this guy.
1: Yeah, so we, I guess we kind of all walk in together. We leave Kane's guys outside, you know, so we so we roll up and I just look at those guys, you know, give them a hand so they don't like, you know, let's fucking chill out here. And, uh, you know, we go in, you know, and Vinari just like strolls up to the counter and it's like we're here to uh, see the Explorator talent track. I believe he's expecting us.
2: Uh, there's So there's a highly augmented uh, woman kind of managing uh, sort of as well as some extremely well-armed augmented uh, bodyguards uh, at the doorway. Can you may give I... Give them a
0: nod. Heads up. That's it.
2: May I request an identification in order to appraise him of the situation?
1: He stands for a minute and he just kind of looks at her. He says, I'm Rogue Trader Venari Hollerman.
2: Please hold. She does some Look like her eyes, kind of like do like, like um, the like, like, tick to tick to The explorer will see you. Please proceed to room 17740. I believe he has met you there previously.
1: Indeed, he has. Thank you for your assistance.
2: Thank you for visiting us. I am happy to help in any way I can. Enjoy your day.
1: Yep, he kind of like gives her a nod, waves the other guys, "Come on, let's go," and that heads back to the room. All
2: right, so you go in. Uh, he's sitting. Uh, the explorer, Talon uh, track is sitting. You know, behind a very, obviously, yeah, his desk is very large and ominous. It's quite a large office. It's not like normal offices. Obviously, everything is much larger and crazier. Um, welcome rogue trader Hollerman. I was not sure I would see you again, at least so soon. You have news of the artifact.
1: Oh, we can, we can do one better than news. And he kind of, he turns, he's, you know, he's kind of shielding the the tech priest. Like, you know, he's standing up in the front. So he kind of turns sideways and, you know, waves his hand at, And we have the artifact for your inspection. Right here
2: uh, he kind of leans in a bit and you hear like a oh, exhale of what you're assuming is awe or wonder of some sort uh, for for someone who doesn't have normal lungs um, please open the case
1: uh we will we'll, we'll get to that part, but I believe we have uh, other business to uh. Adjudicate as well. Well, I
2: will. You will not be handing it over, but I will need to ensure that it is the artifact itself and not simply some sort of trick. I will not inspect it, but simply looking upon it, I should be able to tell it is of Xeno's origin.
1: Okay, Chad, if you would remove the lid, please.
2: Uh, his his. Arm, third arm goes in, unlatches, opens. Um, and then he sort of looks at you. Then we must deal.
1: When when he opens up the lid, Venari looks at it, and his eyes kind of glaze over for a minute. And he says, you know, we'll make a deal. And, like, he doesn't turn around right away. And like he waits a beat, and he, like, kind of shakes his head. He's like, yes, yes, uh, to business, to business.
2: Indeed. I believe business is your primary objective. I would like the artifact. Clearly, you have decided to turn it over to the Adeptus Mechanicus. We have been valuable allies to a number of rogue traders. I am willing to offer you significant compensation. Let us deal now. I would like to get this over as quickly as possible as this artifact holds a number of interesting Xenos technologies and potential implications for our war against those who wish to destroy the Imperium.
1: All right. Um, I'm sure that, uh, you know, Jarnan most appreciates your, uh, your, um, sentiment that we use this artifact against the Xeno scum that we encounter on such a regular basis. Uh, Jarnan himself has, uh, assented and agreed that you would be the best steward of the artifact.
2: He kind of crooks his head over. Is this true? Jarnan breathes deeply for like 30 seconds, and then she goes, yes. Mm. Quite an interesting crew that you maintain, Lord Captain Hollerman. I have never seen such intelligence and wisdom from the ecclesiarchy in the past they simply wish to hold everything themselves but i assure you there is much we can learn from this much that will be used for the glory of the emperor and for the glory of the adeptus mechanicus i appreciate you for bringing this to us and i appreciate you convincing your crew that this is the best of options for all of you you will not regret this lord captain
1: I I hope not. Um the 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 crew of the, the the Heretic's Bane has a long and storied history uh especially with the uh the ecclesiarchy. Uh Jarnin is just one of a long line. Uh, he's um quite amenable and and sometimes quite surprising in his judgments. Um he uh he's a very uh uh, uh valuable member of our command crew.
2: I do not mean to be insulting. Of course, you know we have certain tensions with the ecclesiarchy. I am just saying it is not many of their acolytes who are willing to part so easily with such an artifact. I believe we will use it. Well, I do not wish it to be hidden behind vaults upon vaults of ancient artifacts, never to be seen again.
1: Indeed, we should use their own technologies against them. What, what better use could there be?
2: <laughs> I see we think quite similarly, Lord Captain. Perhaps I have found a worthy ally in you. I'm not... I certainly believe you're interested in profit and the gain of your house, but I also believe that we can all profit from an increase in understanding of the Xenos and how they interact with the universe. The more we know, the more we can use it against them. It just so happens the Mechanicus knows better how to deal with this than simply praying about it or hiding it away. And even, of course, I will say, the Lord the Lord Emperor can do as he wishes uh, with his adeptus administratum, but even they do not understand or have the technical capacity to understand such artifacts. They would simply waste this. We are the only true uh, faction who could fully exploit, use this, the game of humanity itself against its many, many enemies.
1: Indeed, that's why we are here. you, uh, we, we put our faith in your good grace and of course all is for the glory of the emperor and he kind of like you know splays plays his hands out
2: so let us deal what is it you would like in order to place the artifact in our care
1: I was out of character I don't remember what the original deal was it was for like a couple of profit factor
2: I mean profit factor uh, there's certainly other stuff um that you can you could potentially get. Uh let me look. Um
1: I mean we talked or at least Kane brought the the point of you know potentially having them retrofit something to the to the heretic where uh, you know maybe we get a better range on a cannon or you know they can remove some weight component or um you they, know juice certainly
2: do have um, access to a number of technologies you would not be able to acquire uh, elsewhere.
0: Um, if, they, uh, if they have a sweet little solar sail that they could attach to the ship, that would be nice. Maybe uh and then maybe drop us a couple of little things.
1: <laughs> you know, I know Kane is looking for some, some augments as well. I think that, I mean, I think that's like an afterthought. Like, Oh pfft, yeah, we could do that in 10 minutes, whatever. Just send them in the back. <laughs> I'm like, i go oh, yeah. do it right now. Hold on.
2: <laughs> so I'm looking to see what they have that are some interesting, uh, interesting stuff. So there's like the common stuff clearly that is, uh, Just like normal standard stuff. So I'm looking at some of these other things too. I have not. I
0: think the problem I I was looking over the list um, after last session, totally meta. And I think the problem with the, the ship that we run into right now is that we did a really good job of outfitting it the first time. (laughs) And so our, our power to, to space ratio is perfect. And if we try to up our power, then we have to get rid of some stuff to make more space for a bigger power unit. And um,
2: uh, well, that that would be and we could job.
0: we could increase the we could increase the the quality of a power like we could get a better quality power unit. Um, but at the same time, we're still at max capacity for space.
1: Yeah, space is thirty-five so. out of thirty-five. Power available is forty-five. Power used is forty-two. Yeah. So, what's
2: your uh, What's your current drive? What's your current drive? Um. Like, what's the space required? Because I want to double check.
1: Two, two, two single void shield. The war, so central components: Jovian pattern two plasma engine and a Miloslav warp engine.
2: Okay. What's the drive? Space, do you know.
1: Uh, f- uh, let me go to yes. the folder because I probably have all the raw data there.
2: Sorry, this is like getting really into how the sausage is made, you guys. Uh, you have the Joven pattern. What? You're a raider? Yes. Yes, yeah. I think so. so. Forty-five generated six space. Should be six space then. Um, interesting. That makes no sense. Why would that be worse?
1: So the so the Milislav is is a uh, power ten space because that would be the warp drive.
2: Yeah, I was trying to find out if these uh, drives are more power but less space. Um, because that seems like that would be the case um, many of these So it doesn't seem like that works.
3: Um, so if we're, if we're thinking, do we want to say, you know, I don't know if profit factor would be the main thing we want to get, or do we want to say, yeah, augment us, you know, give us some little bits and pieces, whatever Kane wants, or some little bits here and there, but maybe go back to them and say, you know what, we did good for you now. We're always on the hunt for more stuff to keep us busy, so maybe ask them if they have even better mission or riskier, more profitable mission they can send us on or something like that, maybe get more in with them to see if there's something better they can send us on. You know, if we're not able to, you know, from from my standpoint, from Voidmaster, I would want something for the ship. Right. But if we can't, let's just say, hey, we did good for you now. Why don't you uh, send us on some more stuff to, and, you know, then we can, you know, see if we can get something better, you know, from there too.
0: No, we could always uh, see too if they'll uh, if they'll basically just give us a gift card. Like <laughs> aug- augment <laughs> like like give us some shit right now. Yeah. Like, you know, give us, you know, personally give us a boost here and there, you know, yeah. whatever. We got whatever you have. And then uh if you come across some weird shit that you want to test out on a ship, contact us. We'll dock and uh and, and we'll see uh, we'll see what we can do with it.
2: Oh, I, well, what bridge do you have?
1: Just oh, a bridge. Um, Pretty sure we just have the basic command bridge. Hmm. command bridge. So I, I think we, I mean, we definitely go for profit factor because I mean, at the end, that's you know what's going to motivate a rogue trader is, is you know more profit yeah. factor. And um, if we
0: have more profit factor, then we can always turn that around and use it to purchase better shit for the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so
2: they're going to give you profit factor for sure. Um, okay. So what this is? So uh, let's we'll negotiate kind of in out of here. So okay, uh, he offers you this. You can choose straight profit. We have significant funding to provide means to you. So mechanically, he offers you. This is a negotiation, right? So it's negotiation. He offers you for profit factor. That is just straight will give
1: you. Well, that's a fuck ton. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it's shut. God, shut up. You all are a horrible negotiator. No, I'm going to negotiate. This is all out of character. It's all out of character. This is all out of character. Yeah, not character. Out of character.
2: <laughs> the alternative is so currently you have the norm. So I looked it up. It looked like you're your drive, or your power drive, the, the power generator was a 10 space 10 power. Or, or 10 ship points, or whatever. Uh, so it should have been 10 space and generates 45 yes. power. His other solution would be to give you two profit factor, and they can modify your drive be significantly more efficient it would generate the same power but you'd get the modified joven drive and that would be six ship space with the same Mm. power you would gain four space
0: Mm.
1: okay
0: we could do a lot with four space four space is pretty good (laughs) four space is pretty decent just Yeah,
3: yeah i
2: like that like we have the capability to, to, dry, to, to dry dock and retrofit that very easily. There's some significant modifications to be made. We have easily that capability. Or you simply would like to have a transaction, uh, I'm more than happy to, to, to generate those funds for you and transfer even some of our business interests that uh, fit within your uh, purview. And, of course, if there's any small items here or there i would be happy to try to acquire them for you but let's talk about the big things first
1: this podcast is a proud member of the legends of tabletop broadcast network for more gaming related content please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com all right all right settle down guys we're, we're alive now all right <laughs> Is it Oris Klaxon?
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Okay. Well, who was the, the other guy? So. Well,
2: no,
1: I no, thought one. Oris Klaxon was the guy on. Um, he's the guy at Poor wonder
2: Right? No. Footfall. I hmm. think. Pretty sure it's footfall.
1: Well, shit.
2: Unless I. Am I wrong? It.
0: You didn't have an extended um, conversation with anyone.
2: It, it, he's either in one location or the other. I was I pretty sure he was on footfall.
0: Yeah, we had a con, we had a seneschal at footfall.
1: But I have an agent on. Yeah, yeah. an agent on Port, footfall.
0: I show Horace Claxon as the seneschal on Port Wonder. Oh.
2: Yeah. Well, agent is the seni. I uh, seneschal I'm using as a term of the head of your intelligence guys, mm. not Seneschal as in, like, crew member, but yeah, I don't think Port Wonder, I don't think you had a an agent that you contacted directly. You contacted him when you got to Footfall. Is that what it was? So if you need someone at Port Wonder who is connected to your intelligence gathering, that would be a different Seneschal-type agent.
1: Alright, Whatever
2: man when i have better notes <laughs> you know shit has gone seriously wrong i know right i could have sworn like if i'm saying like my notes say this then shit got real fucked up somewhere
1: all right fair enough all right so so uh, i call oros then on the com let's edit all okay. that shit out